another exciting episode of A Legion on Zoom. What's going on, everybody? And welcome to another episode of The Legion on Zoom. I got some ambiance going on so people can go on our fucking YouTube. Shit that you can't hear unless you can hear light. This is Chuz. <laughs> Shit. Can you hear light? Yo, that'd be fucking cool, man. That's you can if you're if you're on OA like Chez is. Exactly. So you gotta log on, go to YouTube right now, so you can see Chez in OA. And I am Miguel. And I'm Miguel. What's up? Can you guys hear those sirens? Yeah, I just I, heard it right now. Yeah, I live in the hood. And I'm from Washington you're, Heights. You're fucking crime infested. <laughs> Hell yeah! Says the guy who lives in the Bronx. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right, but you know who doesn't live in the Bronx? In the news! Chris Hemsworth. Mm. <laughs> It'd be dope if he did. Hell he yeah. Just, he just finished wrapping up um Thor, Love and Thunder, and they posted a dope-ass pic of Chris Odinson. And how do you say that director's name? It's Taika Waititi. Thank you. I was totally going to butcher that. Can't do that in these times. Um, But yeah, and he is looking unreasonably juicy. Shit is wild. And I cannot fucking wait to see that movie. Yeah, I'm actually I was surprised to see that it finished uh, that it wraps filming because I was like, wait, didn't you just start? Like, I don't know. Wasn't there a pandemic like on it? Like, what is it like a 30 minute film? Like what's but I I don't know. I trust them. I trust like a YTP and I'm fucking I'm glad that it's fucking done. Yeah, no, he's swole as hell. And, you know, he's Hold also going to play Hulk Hogan in an upcoming film about, oh. like, a biopic about Hulk Hogan. So I'm like, yo, okay, so he's, you know, he got, like, unbelievably swole. Yo, and that makes that makes sense because actually I saw on the news, like, quickly a headline, I didn't really read it, but that Hulk Hogan was praising Thor, uh, you know, Chris, Chris Hemsworth for how he looked um, because of that, because he's going to play fucking Hulk Hogan. Well done. My whole thing is I can't wait to hear his accent as Hulk Hogan because he's going from a character that speaks in such a, I guess the correct term would be for lack of a better term, opulent accent that it's even has a different font in comics to being fucking the most American accent of all time. And he's Australian. <laughs> This is going to be very interesting, brother. I can't like that's going to be awesome. I can't wait. Yo, Loki, I, I actually have a little I, I don't love it when when British or Australian actors make American accents like I, I don't I don't know. I just don't love it too much. Honestly, that's a thing. I'm not I don't love Benedict Cumberbatch for that little bit because he's faking that American. And I'm like, I can tell, bro. I can tell it's not it's a fake American accent. Like, I don't know. Like, I just. Yeah. What anyway. about Christian Bale, though? Like, you know, I saw American Psycho before I knew the actor Christian Bale. So I thought he sounded like Patrick Bateman, the character Brr, in American Psycho, yo. like a very polished, yuppie. Well, there's New exceptions. Yorker. There's but exceptions. He, yeah. The well, yeah, there are people. And like Hugh Jackman also. I, bro. Okay, well, I stand fuck. corrected. You're right. You're right. Yeah, Christian oh, Bale, my God, Hugh yeah. Jackman. <laughs> Anybody else? <laughs> fuck you. No, yeah. But what about fucking even after American Psycho? So we know he has an accent and then he does Bruce Wayne shit that's crazy that's fucking crazy that's that's fucking bad but yeah dude i cannot wait to see this movie now i also can't wait to see ms coke hogan which by the way quick side note does has anybody always found it kind of weird that even though 
Hulk Hogan is a super patriotic character. He wears the colors of communism. <laughs> he I forgot where. I I like, yellow? I, yeah, and red. I forgot where I heard that, but like it always stuck with me. You have communist China, yellow and red. Communist Russia, yellow and red. <laughs> he doesn't have any red, white, or blue, like the combination on him anywhere. That doesn't make any sense. But yeah, just something. I, I, yeah, I wonder what message he's trying to give to the young people out there. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> to, to read between the lines. It's all fucking hand gestures and movement, smoke and mirrors. <laughs> and um, some other epic shit that's going on. Rod has always spoken about this fucking series, and I've never watched it. Why the Last Man? Um, well, I've never read it. Why the Last Man is such a premiere on FX on September 10th. That network always has some interesting shit going on. You know, props to them for saying fuck you to regular censorship standards. <laughs> to regular censorship standards? <laughs> what was the well, how Sons of Anarchy? Fucking um, we never saw this shit. Um, what's it called? Sons of Anarchy? No, that I never was, saw that. It was gritty. The whole show was rated R. Wasn't breaking oh. breaking bad also? No, that Breaking Bad was on AMC. AMC, ah, AMC okay. yeah, yeah. But yeah, um, Why the Last Man by Brian K. Vaughn, and if I'm not mistaken, Pia Guerra. Yep. Uh, I loved it. This was one of those um, graphic novel. I read it in graphic novel format. Um, always been a fan of Brian K. Vaughn. And it was like, if it was like what Netflix, it's like a Netflix comic book series. It's like, you're, you're just, you just can't help but binge it. It's just so good. And I'm really looking forward to, you know, it's been in, in, pre-production hell or limbo rather like forever i remember they had shia labeouf cast as as the yorick as the main character at one oh, point word but oh, yeah shit. but yeah it they i'm glad they held out to make it a series because it's you know it's a few um you know it's a few volumes long so i, I don't recall but we definitely need like you know a series format for this one stoked yo yo tell the fans out there so what what's the premise what is it about all right. It's been a quite a while since I read this, but basically you're about the last man. He is the last man on earth. Ah. And, and it's like, it's post-apocalyptic, <laughs> I guess. Right. This is what happens if only women exist. And yeah, and he's the last man and he's on a mission to discover why. And, and, and it's, you know, it reminds me a little bit of the walking dead. I mean, without the zombies, of course, but just that post-apocalyptic civilization re rebuilding itself after this cataclysm type of deal. I mean, he has a pet monkey called Ampersand. Uh, and, you know, he gets into this epic adventure. It spans several volumes. It's amazing. I think it's published by Image, right? Uh, no, it was Vertigo. Vertigo. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yep. Quick question. Wasn't there some other show about some dude who was the last guy on Earth that I think you had seen before? The both of you had seen it? No, I, I don't think I saw by. Oh, I know what you're talking about. No, there, there's an actual show, I think, by, by uh, Will Forte, the comedian. Who yeah. Was called that. But I think you're referring to the comedy show that, that Rod had has been recommending for a long time, which was on FX, too, I think, Rod. Right? Yeah. Rod, the Man Seeking Man Woman. Standing. Oh, there you yeah, go. Man Seeking like Woman. Yeah, oh, yeah, my yeah. God. One of the best comedies you'll see. It's better than It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Right. Wait, what? Yes. Damn, Trust me, praise, bro. no one has followed my recommendation on this show. But if you watch the first season, you will laugh your fucking ass off. I guarantee <laughs> it. By the anyway. way, fucking shout out to It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. If any word, of the word. fans, if any of the fans want to peek into who we are as people, 
mind. <laughs> or, or at least into how our minds kind of work. Check out that show. One of the funniest shows in history. Yeah, true that, true that. No, no, I didn't mean to, like, you know, downplay one show to lift another. Basically, yeah, Man Seeking Woman is the shit. I forgot what the actor's name is, but it's some dude you 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 know you've seen him around. Yeah, we've seen him in other comedy shows and movies and shit like that. All right, all right, but that was a good. So FX, all right, FX does some good shit, and we're looking forward for fucking Why the Last Man coming in September. So that's fucking nearby. Um, but now in other fucking new back to films, right? We just saw this is legit breaking news that came out what yesterday or something at least in in our time a week or something for you people listening. We finally got a look at Zachary Levy's. Uh, uh, new Shazam suit. What do you all think? I'm in love. That sh- that looks <laughs> sleek as fuck, and you can tell that. Um, it's crazy how at times is like to quote the old saying and be unnecessarily epic. Like man's reach should always exceed his grasp, or some shit like that. Because you can see now in these images how much they're gonna go with like probably like a CGI cape and like you know the CGI lightning bolt. Where in the first movie they made the cape, you know what I mean? And I think the lightning bolt was like a legit hard. Yeah, that shit. Yeah, he real. wore the cape or was it CGI? I don't know. Nah, nah, he wore that shit, bro. That I think shit. it's. I think it's both though. I think there's scenes where it it's depends like on the model yeah. and pose. I think that I think they probably do the same thing. But the the suit itself though looks is better. Oh my god. Right? Yeah, yeah, and you could tell that he had more time to get buff, so they had way less padding in the suit. And he looks more handsome, like his face looks more like jagged and shit. He he looks he looks like Snyder esque in this in these shots at least, and that's what Shazam Fury of the Gods. Fuck, and I'm glad that you mentioned that because it allowed me to touch on one of your theories real quick. Maybe due to the fact that he was engaging in more exercise, he became a bit less ugly. Right. Right. Yeah. And this is a proven fact. If you work out more, you get more handsome. Case in point, Zachary Levi. Look at him. I mean, not that he wasn't handsome and charming in part one, but it was kind of goofy. Right. And again, the costume was kind of goofy, which pulled me out of it. Yo, it it was. Yeah. No, and to take it further, like if you guys remember how he looked in that sitcom he was starring like years ago, he was was a super skinny dude. So he was like a good looking man, but he was like a dorky dude, like thin, like 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 me, (laughs) like fucking just not buff or anything, not not like that. And then at least for Shazam, he got buffer. So so that he looked super different from the show that went the sitcom he was on. And now, though, stepped it up even further. Now he's trying to challenge fucking the Chris's over at fucking the MCU. Yeah. And Bro. he was part of the Warriors 3 in the MCU, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, he was. Yeah, That was like dude. his rise to epicness. And now he's fucking Shazam. And, and I had very little interest when this was announced, Shazam 2. I was like, oh, part one was forgettable. It's like it was DC's Venom, in my opinion. Um, but now that just seeing him and how he looks, okay, you got my interest again. Thank you, DC. And to go on what Miguel said, he's not trying to challenge the Chris. It's homie has to challenge Dwayne Johnson. Yo, word. Oh. <laughs> it's not the Chris's. He's the antithesis of the rock. Bro, the Dwayne's first thing I said. Jason Momoa's of his bro, world, man. Shit. The first thing I said after watching Shazam, the first one was, I don't want to see him face the epicness that will be Black Adam, played by Dwayne Johnson. But now. Yo, you're right. You're right. Step back. I'm you're ready. Right. <laughs> and shit, who knows? Yo, maybe like the rock forging that property, which he seems to be 
more passionate about than any superhero who's been cast for any role. Guys, correct me if I'm wrong. He seems to be the most, and it's probably because he has some skin in the game. Watch his, like his name is probably in the credit as producer or some shit. But yeah, but I'm pretty sure, like he's passionate as fuck. And maybe through him forging, you know, like all the aesthetics of the movie, Tommy posting his workouts on Instagram, you know, like in his fucking Iron Paradise, made the people making Shazam be like, all right, maybe we gotta sharpen the Shazam blade a little bit. You know what I mean? Mm. And, and like, I'm all for it. Fuck, he looks amazing, and I can't wait. And props to the executives for not, like, for not allowing this franchise to die. They could have let it die after the first one. No, but it not made money, lie. though. It made a lot of money. That's also true. That people forget Aquaman. about that one. Yeah, it's like there's so much shit that people just forget about certain movies sometimes. Yo, and come on. And Shazam 1 wasn't the best movie, but look, I hold, I stand by this. I liked it more than Aquaman <laughs> 1, and I liked it way more than Wonder Woman uh, 2. Now, Wonder know, Woman 1984, Shazam, the first Shazam movie is better than 84. Aqu- oh, Aquaman, Aquaman, Aquaman was better than Shazam. Eh. Aquaman was epic, bro. Thanks Man. to Ocean Master. That shit was lit. You need to rewatch Aquaman. They're all in the same Shazam. league, though. They're all like the, the B movies. Yeah, I say there's seats here. We're, Dude, gonna, I agree. We're comparing, sh- you know, not shit because they're not shit, but like <laughs> it's all the same playing field, <laughs> you know. Yeah. But speaking of films that we're hoping were not gonna be fucking C-lister films, right? And teases, Dude. we got an epic fucking tease. Ooh. Motherfucker, the director of the Flash movie, Andres Muschietti, posted on Instagram without any caption, without any fucking thing. Fucking Michael Keaton's Batman fucking the logo from his fucking chest with blood on it. And that was it. To me, that wasn't more like blood. That shit was clear and see-through as fuck. I felt like the stuntman was eating like some jelly preserve Raspberry and it on his donut. chest. <laughs> it's like Isn't it National Donut Day too? It some is. Shit. It yeah. Is. So look at that. Look at that. I didn't even know that. <laughs> Yo, we're fucking geniuses. Hashtag Pepe Sylvia. But dude... <laughs> Like, like, as soon as I said, I'm like, wait, that doesn't look like blood. It, I think it was more about the logo, so forget the red. That logo is an insane update on the suit. Holy shit, that's epic. I can't fucking wait. And of course, I cannot wait for the tease. Wait, of the, are we going to get the Flashpoint Paradox Batman? We are, right? No, do we mean? don't know. They haven't confirmed that at all Oh, yet. shit, I thought they did. I Apparently, never... all we know that I think they obviously confirm Michael Keaton in the Flash movie. I think there's strong rumors that Ben Affleck, or I think it might be confirmed that Ben Affleck is going to be in the Let's movie. Let's go with too. strong rumors. Yeah, strong rumors. And then that's it. But they also have Supergirl in the movie. Uh, and they have, um, and I think oh, that's word? it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have Supergirl Wait, that's going to be played. Get the fuck out of here. What? Or, uh, we're breaking more news. <laughs> this, this came out a few weeks <laughs> to ago. To the LOZ. I, I, this yeah. is meta. We're breaking news to ourselves <laughs> and the- <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, and it's kind of dope because also because it's uh they're they're doing the whole thing where they're like the 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 ethnicity is being changed, so it's uh, a Latina Sasha Sasha Calle is playing a uh, Supergirl, no and shit. and she looks fucking dope though, you know, like she looks fucking dope and. And yeah, so that, that got announced a, a, a little while ago. And she's, I find it crazy that she's going to be introduced in the Flash movie. Like, what? Yo, I am so sold on this movie. It was- like, 
No, no, go no, ahead. Go ahead. That's crazy. No, I'm just excited as you are, but you like. <laughs> yeah, to, to me, this is, I think, the movie. So the movies right now, now that the Snyder cuts out of the way, the <laughs> movies are the, the Spider-Verse mashup, like the true Spider-Verse mashup, which, which may not be No Way Home. And then the and Flashpoint. Like to me, these are the, the two big heavy hitters that we got in the in the near future. I agree. And the, my only my only worry is how near future is this movie, right? Because I'm like, they just started filming with the pandemic and all that kind of shit, man. I hope, I hope we get when is it this I we should have Googled this. Like, when is it supposed to come out? They're thinking, Damn, I don't it, think it has a re- I think it was pushed. Uh, after you know a while back it was it had a release date then it was pushed well if, yeah if it is i'll put it right here if we know what it is it is right. now on your screen so yeah. watch this video on youtube yes you know and, and also the other thing because that movie also i think my reason to be a little bit more skeptical about it because it had a lot of turmoil no because it lost its director at one point and it's just been ongoing but it feels good it's a found a good home right now and no, I, I am very fucking excited about it too man yeah Shit. the director is still the guy that talked about it during uh See, fandom uh, right yep, 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 that's still yep. the guy that's still okay, the guy cool cool yeah uh but fuck yeah but speaking of other movies and you know you mentioned the spider-verse movie there was some spider-verse movie uh, uh news recently that came out not the no way home which we're speculating it'll be spider-verse uh type uh movie so for into the spider-verse 2 uh they've just cast Issa, uh, Issa Rae, uh, she's the star of HBO's Insecure, comedian, a wonderful actress and, and, and writer, uh, uh, as Jessica Drew, Spider-Woman for Inter- Into the Spider-Verse 2. So that's pretty cool. And this was going to be a stupid question, but just so people know, also animated. It's not going to be a live action Into the Spider-Verse. <laughs> yeah, not yet. That That's that's coming, though. But yeah, so not- let, let, me, let me backtrack. There are three movies I'm really stoked about. Flashpoint. The true live action Spider Verse and Into the Spider Verse Two, because part one was this shit. The sleeper hit that shit. of what twenty nine? You haven't seen it? No, I saw. It. I said I have to rewatch it. I've oh, seen I'm it. like, oh lord, <laughs> Jesus Christ! Almost caught like a fucking aneurysm or some shit. Bro, yeah, we you fucking you tasted the novelty. Yo, Yo we were about to stop recording right now to watch it. You know, that would have been <laughs> fucking an emergency. <laughs> it's one of those awesome. things you have to watch. The one thing that stuck with me, I was very upset about how tiny they made the Kingspin's head on his body. Like, yeah. I enjoyed everything about the movie, but it's like, why is his head so tiny? They yeah. beasted. Yeah, well, they're making it very comic booky, right? Like, they were doing, you know, all these things. So they were making it very ridiculous, you know. But that's the one little weird thing. <laughs> and also, like, was good. is Spider-Gwen canon or what's up with that? Or they take it, or they do it like a Mouse Morales. The fact that she was so popular is like, here you go, shoehorn her. She just got reality. mashed in. I think you've asked the same question, and we've covered this. Really? Wait, yeah. I don't know. What are you asking? In all fairness, we how, covered how did, a how lot did Gwen Stacy come back, and how is she now Spider Gwen? But what do you mean? How she came back? Like in what? And no, she's a Spider Woman. She's basically Spider Man from another universe. Right? No, 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 yeah. no, no. Okay, 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 okay. What I'm saying is, so Gwen Stacy's dead in the Marvel Six. No, no, no. I know that. I, I know that. Dead. I know right, that. Right. That a long ass time ago. She's like O.D. Wormfoot. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, like Spider Gwen, after this movie, the first one dropped. Did they make her canon or? She's been no. She she's, she's been canon. Too. She's. 
Yeah, so Jason Latour, and I remember who else created Spider-Gwen. Actually, I think for one the original Spider-Verse comic book, which was done by Dan Slott, and, and ah. who else? And, and and she became very popular, and then she got her own book, and then, then they really started to flesh out her universe, which was then used for inspiration. Like, the story that Spider-Gwen says in the movie, Into the Spider-Verse, that's been, that they took that from the comic books, from Jason this, Latour's work. This entire time. I thought that Spider-Gwen's debut was into the Spider-Verse. I was completely ignorant of her existence before that movie. And as I'm sure, as I'm sure some fans were too. Technically from Into the Spider-Verse, I would say the original, the only original character is the Peter Parker, who's like a deadbeat from the, like, you know, that got fat and separated from Mary Jane. I, I, he's technically the only one that's not, I haven't seen him properly in the comic books. That one needs his own book. Ah, <laughs> uh, but speaking of books, now to wrap, to wrap, to wrap up the news, we always try to. It's good to always mention the comic book news because that's also where all these fucking great ideas come. And so there's been a big shakeup now in Marvel sure. with uh, creative teams. Um, so right now, Al Owing and and uh, uh, I forgot his first name, Joe Bennett. Joe Bennett are ending their incredible run on the Hulk, which is the Immortal Hulk. I think we've mentioned it a few times here in the, in the show. Awesome horror fucking story. Uh, but now uh, when their story ends, Donny Cates of Venom, uh, King in Black, Guardians of the Galaxy, uh, the go- cosmic ghostwriter <laughs> fame will be writing with Ryan Otley from fucking Invincible, the co-creator of Invincible. Damn. will be on the Hulk fucking book. I, I, I'm looking forward to that shit. It's going to be violent. So are they going to show the Hulk in like a more gory direction? Because, and I'm sure Rod is going to know what I'm talking about because I think he was the person that showed it to me. There's this infamous panel where the Hulk smashes a kid in a park. Rod, do you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> where like, I think it... <laughs> Wait, and I'm not sure. Are you mistaking that with Doomsday or no? Oh, no, yeah, that is Doomsday. <laughs> Never mind. Either way, awesome I think panel. he smashes innocence. <laughs> nah, but we'll, 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 I'm sure it'll be... Sound ve- right. <laughs> No, it does not. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm sure it's going to be gory as fuck because also yeah. I highly recommend people need to read the current one uh, that's ending, Immortal Hulk, because that's gory as fuck too. Joe mm. Bennett is a horror artist and they do gr- gruesome shit. The whole idea of it is that Hulk can't fucking die. Well, no, a, a correction. He dies but comes back. And so Hulk dies gruesomely a lot, kills people gruesomely. It's very almost realistic, the, the, the drawing. It's gross. We'll have some images here to show. It, it, it's fucking cool. But now Ryan Otley's going to take it to the next level because we've all seen Invincible, and it'll be like all bloody and all, another type of gore. So we're looking forward to that. But yeah, for it's been a while clarif- since I've read. Now, I'm always going to say, like, for some quick clarifications for the fans, the Hulk can't die, right? Because that's how we got the maestro. He can't, yeah. Well, no, he can. It gets... I highly recommend reading this book. <laughs> the idea is that Hulk has multiple personalities. Mm. There's dip, it, you know, these different Hulks are different versions of Bruce Banner's, you know, subconscious and shit. And there's this one main one, which is called the Devil Hulk, that comes back. He's if if Bruce Banner or Hulk dies, he comes back as the one leading. So yes, he he can die, but he comes back always you know like literally like kind of like immortal in invincible right that he gets his head chopped off then comes back kind of 
like that, like a oh. Wolverine almost kind of thing. I didn't know that because I stopped reading Hulk around the time of Civil War Two, right? Where he yeah. gets assassinated or some shit, and it right sets by it Hawkeye. Off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, and then like anyway. Yeah, so that's new exactly. So that's Al Ewing in his Immortal Hulk run really dove into that and really added some crazy mythos to it that he mm. kind of goes to some kind of Hulk hell. And like everybody Fuck. who's a Hulk, everybody who's been has exposed to gamma radiation goes through that and goes to this green door and is like Hulk hell. And then you can come back. It's fucking what? trippy as fuck. Yo, this shit used to be the dude could turn into some shit because <laughs> <laughs> he got exposed to radiation and that's it. Right, exactly. Good Lord. So technically, you would think that Maestro, this is the future version of the Hulk from, from a famous Peter David run, Future Imperfect, where he's like ruling the world, basically. You would assume that that's just the one that's alive during that time. And if he dies or something, we'll get Double Hulk back or something. But it's another persona of him. It's fucking. What does this insane. mean for Bruce Banner, though? Like, does he, he die? He's in torch he's he's in hell always like he's just suffering because he comes back and he loses control becomes a hulk again and it's like mephisto's hell no like this hulk hell yo what is what is (laughs) Bruce better it's 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 called it's called it's called the place below i think that's the name of the place the 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 great the place below something like that it's 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 trippy (laughs) maybe like swamp thing-esque or some shit well thank you for mentioning that because the next big creative team uh, uh, shakeup is happening in the Benham book. And in the next Benham book will be written by Al Owing, who we've been talking about for Hulk. He's moving on to write Venom. And it'll be co-written by him and Ram V or Ram Fifth. I don't know how it's pro- if it's pronounced. Who's the current Swamp Thing writer actually right now in the DC books. And he's writing also Justice League Dark right now, which I've heard great things, but I don't know anything about it. And it's going to be illustrated by Brian Hitch, who's a fucking dope ass oh, artist. Yeah, yeah. We, he he did what the Ultimates, right? Yes. Oh my Mark god, Miller. One of the best comic books ever, Mark Miller. Mm. Speaking of Mark Miller, and that's the gloss over that amazing creative team on Venom. But yeah, Jupiter's Legacy, guys, on Netflix Wait, but- is not going forward. And real quick, before you mentioned how that so got dubbed, which I'm kind of sad about, I just want to let the fans know since. You brought up Swamp Thing. For our next edition of the LOZ Book Club, we're actually going to do the Swamp Thing book by the one and only Neil Gaiman himself. Like the infamous Swamp Thing book. Not like some <laughs> new rewrite. Wait. Not some other. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. You're wait, confusing that... your epic comic scribe. Yeah, bro. No, it's not Alan Neil Gaiman. Alan Moore. Yes, from Watchmen fame, Alan Moore. It's his famous run. Yeah. We're going to get sued. <laughs> <laughs> they're both epic dudes from yeah, the UK enough. or some shit. I they're don't both, know. They're, they're both really weird, extremely creative guys. Yeah, so the Swamp Thing book by Alan Moore. Yeah, yeah so uh, I didn't know this, but this is apparently the, the DC book that launched Alan Moore's career. And I, you know, throughout the history that I've, I don't know, the 20 years of reading comic books, I've always seen this book like in my face. Like you must, the must reads, the saga of the swamp thing. I, yeah, I've heard it mentioned always so many up times. there. So I'm like, okay, I'm finally scratching. We scratched Gotham Central off my to-do list, <laughs> my bucket list. Now 
we're diving into Swamp Thing. No, and I love that. Exactly. Because it's one of those books. Uh, it's Alan Moore's Swamp Thing that it's like everybody would recommend. It's like it's one of the ba- those like holy grail type of books no, that people revere highly. So it's great. Finally, we're, we're, we're all getting it off of our bucket list because none of us have read it. And we're, we were actually debating to, to you know, help out Chess. We were debating between Neil Gaiman's Sandman, his, the first volume, and mm-hmm. reading Alan Moore's yeah. Swamp Thing. That's uh, where I got it from. Yeah, we ended up choosing Swamp Thing because because Rod, as you know, <laughs> Rod yeah. is dive deep into Neil Gaiman Sandman doing the audiobook and all that. So we want to do something that's new for the three of us. Yeah, what is so... that dropping on Netflix? I was just telling the guys on our own thread, like, okay, I'm done with Netflix again. They're canceling Jupiter's Legacy. Uh, <laughs> I mean, should we just dive into Jupiter's Legacy? Yeah. Also, just anything keep, else? Just keep the service. Jesus Christ. Yo, it's expensive now. What is Netflix now? Like $18 a month? Like $900 a month. Yeah. I'm trying to sound like a, I don't know. And that, you. Bro, I love how, like, I love how I they only, no longer do DVDs and raise the price. Yeah. Yo, <laughs> I feel like I only go to HBO Max. Like everything else is, I don't know. Like it, Prime, I have it because it's it comes with the fucking membership. Yeah, word. Valid. Fucking yo, Bezos, dude. The god of consumption. Word. <laughs> <laughs> like fuck is like yo you want your packages faster how about some video and music too yo like all right you got it all right i'll take it yo he's Work. altering like the evolution of humanity bro that's how epic he is he's lex luther man i'm telling you he's yeah. lex luther it's a he's altering the evolution but not in a good way bro probably he's gonna be he's gonna be controlling us at the end completely it could be some wally shit well, you know what's funny that I was thinking that like in the future we're definitely gonna have those chairs but they'll be made by Amazon yeah yeah <laughs> yo, all right but finally 100%. yo let's dive into this we 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 so right because the last news piece right is then fucking Jupiter's legacy got canceled word and right around the time we, we were gonna do our review <laughs> yeah or it's like gonna be reworked or some other mumbo jumbo but that yeah, shouldn't gonna be reworked. I, well, I I was reluctant. I mean, I was a fan of the comic book. I don't remember all the details about it, but I've just loved Mark Miller, the aforementioned uh, another epic comic scribe. Um, I just love his shit, and I like the fact that Netflix gave him like his own deal. You know, we have like a Super Crooks um, anime apparently also on the horizon, or maybe not. Maybe they're taking a step back and changing a lot of things. But yeah, so I don't know. Maybe this one didn't perform to the their expectations but it doesn't look like they're gonna keep going so actually question for you rod about that i didn't know so because you read super crooks so is super crooks supposedly in the same universe as Jupiter's legacy yeah last i read there was a miller verse so at the end of kick-ass 2 there's like i don't know (laughs) yeah i have to go back into the comic books and there's like a panel where i don't know they I don't know whether or not he's integrating them all or whether mm. they were just movies in the kick-ass world. I don't remember. But yeah, there's yeah. some Oh, that's Miller crazy. Verse. That's just, bugged out. Yeah, so so because for the news, no, what, what ended up coming out recently, and then this is the statement that Miller, uh, Mark Miller posted, right? That, yeah, so Jupiter's Legacy is canceled. That he says, obviously, they, you know, with the deal that they have, Netflix and Miller World, they still own it. And so they're like, they might, come back to it at a future date apparently there were creative differences that they couldn't um you know settle for season two so they decided to fuck it cancel it but they're gonna dedicate themselves now to the super crooks because apparently they're doing two things apparently they're doing the uh the the anime and like a live 
action show of super crooks. And so now they're putting all their efforts into that, which is uh, co-created by Mark Miller and, and Lionel Francis Yu. Yes. It's a dope ass artist too. Mm -hmm. um, and so that's what they're doing. Honestly, for me, I'm like, this is not a good sign, right? Because I'm thinking if this is what happened with the first fucking, you know, intellectual property that that Netflix is working with Miller on, like, it doesn't bode well for the next fucking stuff, right? Like, what's going to happen for for Super Crooks, for the Magic Order, for fucking... The, oh, yeah, the Magic Order. Yeah, all this other stuff. Nemesis. Fuck. Or Huck, I think they're doing, too. Like, well... Well, I mean, I think they're probably gonna, like reverse engineer in a way like maybe they were going for like general aesthetics for like all things th that were going to be under like the miller umbrella and because they're going to quote unquote rework i.e not bring it back for jupiter's legacy maybe they're doing a whole like aesthetic shift because to be honest i wasn't grabbed by jupiter's legacy like the aesthetics weren't engaging the utopian's costume it it didn't grab me it His was chest, fire no it was he looked that he's shit, the most epic part that of that whole was, show that nah, shit, he looks like a god jesus clark thor god that, <laughs> sh that shit was over like it was overwhelmingly meh like 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 i saw him and i was like not struck like josh dumont in the flashbacks was more impressive than josh dumont as utopian Damn, I he was handsome as he was fucking that suit. In the whole mm. show, nah, bro. Nah. All right, so let's do it. We'll do our right. review now. And, and, and wait, and, and before, okay, we're having to review. But I said one more comment. I know. <laughs> let's not kid ourselves, gentlemen. We all know that Invincible wiped the floor with everybody, and once Invincible came out and just changed the motherfucking game, this shit is a meme now. I feel like other people are looking on like, yo, there's some high quality shit out there, you know, so. Facts. But, but yeah, but don't try to defend this whack show by saying that Invincible was so good. I don't <laughs> think it was whack. Speaking. All right. So <laughs> I don't think I, I found the both the flashbacks and the present time compelling and the flashback. I don't know. I got like a the mummy Brendan Fraser, Indiana Jones kind of vibe. I don't know what's going on there. Uh, set it up. Set island. it up for set it up for people listening right now. So what, what was the show about? Like what, all right. What so if you haven't show? seen it, uh during the fuck during the Great Depression or some shit, this oh, guy spoiler alert too, obviously for everybody. Spoiler alert. Yeah. <laughs> or some shit. <laughs> <Great> some <laughs> dude's family loses it all. Then he starts having visions after his father does something insane right i don't want to oh, is this spoilerific yeah i mean Fuck go it. for it his dad kills himself and then haunts him and then leads him on this epic journey where he requires like these other um souls like to go with him because they're all integral to this th whole thing playing out one of them is his brother a reporter a lois lane kind of character um a whole bunch of other people i don't know but yeah, so they go to this island and on that island, they gain mystical powers. And, and from that, I got Eternals vibes too. I feel like Eternals is going to be something like that, where we're like this band of otherworldly travelers, I don't know, doing crazy shit. But yeah, anyway, these powers come to them apparently, like the title implies, from Jupiter or something. Right? Hold on one second, Rod, Rod. What it gave me vibes of was um, the Phantom 
that was very inspired by that. It was in the 20s and 30s. They went to an island to get the skulls, which gave them powers. That's what oh, it struck me as. Dope. That, yeah, that was legit. That was legit. Billy the Zane. Shout out to Billy fucking Zane. <laughs> the Lex Luthor we never got. All right, go ahead. Word. <laughs> Multiverse Flash. Oh, Billy word. Zane. Facts. Facts. Billy Zane. Right, yeah, but they get they get powers and uh, flash forward to the present. They're a fucking Justice League analog again. Invincible did it so well. <laughs> you gotta like you know really take a step back if you're gonna attempt to once again give an audience another Justice League, Word. right? And then you know they're in, involved in their own epic drama. It, it reminded me a lot of Titans. If I had to compare it to a show, at least in the in the present time, it would be Titans. A lot of attractive people with superpowers getting into mm-hmm. drama. Right, that's basically it. That's the plot. Which brings the argument forward: Why don't ugly people get superpowers? So, like, like, let's be honest about this shit. Like, they're setting a standard. Let's get into the nitty gritty of what's being shown to us. Every show, every company, everyone that's a superhero is beautiful to some extent, handsome to some extent. I want a show where is like everyone that has superpowers is like a six and below. <laughs> Preach word, yeah. You all you have to do is go back to the 90s era of comic books, right? Especially like with all the men ridiculously buffed and, and like exaggerated, and the women too are like extremely sexy with uh, unrealistic bodies and costumes that are basically just covering the nipples and like their ass <laughs> and pussy. Facts. And that's it, you know. In some cases, both because She Hulk had engorged female body parts like tits and ass and massive muscles. Which is- I love that you used engorged. <laughs> trying to get the listener a boner right now. It's like it's like a necessary swelling of body parts. But yeah, we need some ugly superheroes out yeah. there. Yeah, the out the outlier is Deadpool. He's, the, he's our favorite ugly mercenary. Ryan Reynolds? Like, I don't and, know. And, and, yeah, they have I to go out of, and they have to go out of their way to make <laughs> yeah, one of the most handsome men on the planet horribly looking. Like, Yo, I, think, I think you're meta woke right now. I think what you're facts. saying, not even woke people have caught on to. So I, I'm, I'm going to okay. jump on this wave. <laughs> <laughs> Your greatness is never appreciated. <laughs> right. But so then with Jupiter's legacy, we, we that's yeah, the, let's go back to Jupiter's legacy. <laughs> review it's like the only thing that was missing from 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 the description of the plot right is that now the whole thing is now this jupiter you know the utopian and their justice league group in in the present time right have kids right and there's a lot of teams and then they have this strict code very uh, a superman-esque or classic hero-esque where they we can't kill and ex- ex- exaggerated like that and, and where all the younger superheroes would like to kill because they've been getting killed uh, and the villains are getting more violent and then the big thing is that the children the, uh, of Utopian and uh, I forgot what was the uh, Liberty, right? Mrs. Liber- Super Liberty or something like that is uh, his I'm wife. Like that. Uh, uh, you know, well, in the show, one of them is like, yo, fuck all this shit. I don't want to be a superhero. She's just a model. And it's like, uh, you know, you know, doing all sorts of drugs and just living that life. Oh, yeah, yeah. I like and her. The, and yeah. the son is like trying the really hard to be like daddy. Uh, but then, they're, but they're struggling with the whole thing because he actually kills a supervillain to save his dad's life in the show, and then that creates that drama of like, oh, what's happening? What's you know, what's what's up with that? And then you know, so the thing is like exactly like Rod described. It, the only thing is it's it's not linear, right? They're showing you flashbacks of how they're getting their powers at the same time as the drama in the modern times, 
to add to what Chess was saying, honestly, I I did not like their costumes in the present time. Their look, I thought it was the stupidest um fucking wardrobe. Like, because it's 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 they're making them look old, right? Because they're the you know because in the in the twenties they're just themselves, all these actors, and then in now in the twenty twenty one. Uh, they're supposed to look old and they have the shitty ass makeup, like crappy ass fucking fake ass shit on their face that I can Yo, tell is going to fall off. No, bro, man. Bro, and the, the suits were kind of OK, but I couldn't stop looking at for example, uh, Chris uh, Dumel's just fake white hair and fake wrinkles. I'm like, oh, dude, that's Josh. terrible. Make Josh Dumel. Yeah. Terrible, terrible makeup. Like I just nah. Oh, dude. <laughs> fucking quick i don't know if this is a deep cut maybe it's like a like a surface like you know like prick or something but it's <laughs> but um on arrow manu bennett as deathstroke when he had the same kind of long hair and beard looked way better on the cw than the utopian did with the massive Netflix, yo, budget. you both shut your mouths. He looked <laughs> so cool to me. Right. That are we like, gonna rate honest, it? All right, honestly, I thought it? he looked amazing. I thought the costume work was one of the pluses uh, from the show. The performances were, were not bad. So my yeah. gut says seven. All right, okay. I'm gonna need the fans to go on YouTube to see how much I hated this shit because this show was so whack. That is going to change the mood of my entire environment. I give it a zero. No. Oh, what? This is a deadly game show now. Some of the Riddler, <laughs> some of the Riddler shit. <laughs> shit. I no. I, yeah, I no. It. I don't. I didn't hate it like that. I, I, well, it, I, I'm going to give my review. My, my, my number. My, 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 I'm going to give it a five. I give it a solid five. It was okay. For me, it was a little bit. I want to give a shout out to myself because I also it made it better for me because I read all of the fucking Jupiter Legacies books on a, in a weekend. I have never read anything that fast, like Damn. literally four volumes of fucking books fucking just went through them over the weekend. And and, and that got me excited uh, uh, to, to watch Jupiter's Legacy more and made me appreciate the shit that I was seeing that much more. But not that much to give it that high of a rating. No, I, the books are great. Uh, 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 amazing, I, right? Um, I, I wouldn't say amazing, no? actually. Right. Like, but but especially it's the first volume. Well, okay, it gets complicated right now. If you're listening or watching us right now on YouTube, if you want to read Jupiter's Legacy, we have to describe right now that it's a little bit different how they have it right now for you to purchase. And how it came out, they kind of went Star Wars kind of road with like episodes being at different places. Because technically, Jupiter's Legacy is two books. It's Jupiter's Legacy and Jupiter's Circle. Jupiter's Legacy is what we were describing right now about the, the, the Justice League in the present time with their kids and that kind of stuff. Jupiter's Circle is supposed to be the prequel books to what happened, you know, how they got their powers and, and all that kind of stuff. So what's um, and and and, and it, it explores the group more in the 20s and 30s and in, in, in even in the 70s, I think uh, uh, their story. So I loved Jupiter Circle. The, those books were great. They came out technically Jupiter's Legacy came out first and then Jupiter Circle and then another Jupiter Circle and then Jupiter's Legacy again. 
but now if you go to buy them, volume one is Jupiter's circle. The first one, the one that's set. So it's chronologically in order now if you buy them. So you really, if you want to watch the show, you'd have to buy the third book that's out right now. If that makes sense. I encourage a fan to not do any of that. Yeah. The books are good, though. <laughs> and especially Jupiter's Circle. Um, Jupiter's Legacy is illustrated by Frank Quietly. Come on. Frank yeah. That, that's, why, that's why I was a big fan of it. Yeah. So those books get better over time, I feel. Like, you know, the first volume, the first Jupiter's Legacy book was eh, so-so. Um, All right. Stop but, hating. What do you give this show? I give it a five. I give it a five. All right, so that gives it a, a four. four. I did the numbers. Yep. L O Z. Four. So far, whack as shit we've encountered. I hate it. And the part that's kind of surprising to you now is like now that it got canceled, right? It's like it ended on a huge cliffhanger. The, did the it? show. Did, did you do you not see the finale? I did, but I, you don't remember. I, I, and I didn't, didn't care. Even that's how was. <laughs> what? But I thought you liked the show, Ron. I'm confused. <laughs> I mean, give it a seven. You'd remember a, how it a seven. Like it, it's 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 an enjoyable watch. I feel like if you start it, Chaz, you never you didn't even finish it, right? Nah, dude. I got like I got up to the part where the daughter was, um, like throwing shit, like episode two. Like yeah, she, she did like, like a Lamborghini or some shit. It's some shit like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That I got up to that was like fuck this. I All think right. she might was Chloe. I think she might have been my favorite character. Maybe. All right, no, so can, can we throw some spoilers about the book and, and like as it relates to the story right now? Okay, like, so okay. so now actual spoiler alert here. Spoiler alert for the fans because these that one actually matters. Go ahead. Right. So so because the big thing is you're right. You mentioned Chloe, right? Chloe's the coolest character because Chloe is the star of the books. Chloe. So if you read Jupiter's Legacy, I'm gonna give you a big ass spoiler right now. The Utopian and Lady Liberty get killed like in the first few issues. They're not the main people. They get killed. So eventually at the end of season one, we find out that his brother, who's the guy with the mental powers, is actually the bad, the bad guy. He's the one that's being, you know, uh, 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 trying to get his son, a Utopian son, to turn and, to tr and orchestrating all this stuff to, to make the Utopian fall. Uh, what, what I didn't like about in the comic books is that basically everything that happened in season one was like two books <laughs> in the book. Damn. So, so which made me feel like all of a sudden, because in the books, it goes super fast because who kills the utopian in the books? His own fucking son. What? His son blasts his fucking face off with, um, you know, his laser beams from his eyes because he got convinced by his uncle to fucking do it. Pretty sure that didn't happen in the show. Right. But I was excited it was going to lead up to that because at the end of season one, that's why it was a huge uh, a cliffhanger. We find out that his brother is actually evil and he's been orchestrating all this shit. And so then that leads because then the book gets fucking dope because all of that happens. You know, the brother and his uncle kill his parents. So there's patricide in the fucking book. Right. And and then Chloe has a son with a uh, 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 ¿cómo se llama? The, what's the Batman type char character? What's his name? <laughs> Jesus, Rod, did you fucking you watch it? You, you gave it the highest review. You know, remember. <laughs> there you go. Fucking like the litmus test. How engaging. Well, yeah. yeah. Anyway, it's like the one invincible of, effect. 
like one of the original members of that team, we find out in Jupiter's circle that he's screwed over by fucking Utopian's brother and they think that he's the villain, uh, you know, and so Sky Fox, it's Sky Fox, the character. And in the show, I was going to say Star Fox, but I stopped myself. Close, yeah. No, and in the show, his son is the guy with the fun little magic rod. Uh, him and Chloe have a son, and the books are basically about them three escaping uh, the Utopian's brother and their rule because Utopian's son becomes the president of the United States. <laughs> Jesus Christ. This is all this all happens in five like five five issues. <laughs> like it's what super the bad. fuck, man? So, like everything we just saw on the show right now, that's not even the story, really. Like the story's a whole other shit that I, like what I just described sets up Jupiter's legacy. <laughs> like there's some so much more afterwards of about I this. could tell you what happened. I could tell you what happened. What happened? Mark Miller saw this shit was like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> like, take that shit off. <laughs> that's, that's what happened. Jesus Christ. That that see, like that sounds awesome. I like no, that show was horrible. That show was insulting. I would go as <laughs> like I would go yeah. as far as I would go as far as to say, and I can't believe I'm gonna say this about Netflix, because actually I consider them conscientious content creators because of the Marvel shows. That was just a blatant cash grab at the whole superhero live action fad. You know what I mean? Like the costumes felt like high quality, like upper echelon party city. Like, like, but <laughs> I talk to the guy in the back to get to these costumes and he knows a guy, you know what I mean? But like, it's still like, no, like you guys could have done better, especially after what you told us. Right. Like, right. No, no. no and, and my defense, at least I inflated my number so that the total number was a four. And that's something that like is a bit more realistic. What do you guys think? No, yo, bro, be honest to yourself. Yeah, Don't try to fuck the system. Trust the LOC system. Wait, so give it... All right. So, Chesson give it a zero? Yep. I'll give a fuck. Damn. I'm out you know, he, he didn't even light. watch more. You know, he watched a few episodes and then he was done. Like That should piss me, that should piss me so off so much. Valid. That should piss me off so much. It made me join the Red Lantern Court. <laughs> that should make me vomit blood. That's how bad it was. Ches, Rod compared it to Titans. Did Have you seen Titans yet? Yeah, that shit is not Titans is leagues above this shit. Damn, I don't know. Rod, season one Titans versus Jupiter's Legacy only season right now. What's better? I gotta go with Titans. Yes, you, yeah, of Titans. course. That's the right answer. That's there's only one answer. Yeah, Titans and Jupiter. Uh, and yeah. Now when I was gonna say number, how much do you give Titans? Damn. Season one. We gotta go with seasons here. Titan season one. What would you give that? I'm gonna science the fuck out of this. I'm gonna lawyer you. Yeah, now you're 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 cross examining. It's working because now because now if I, I gotta give it above a seven, but I don't know if I can. Like, I, I'll give Titans like a seven point five. Like you moderately know better. Only that. That's great. That's very surprising. Yeah, yeah I mean, I, it's just I, that would... I love the lore. Like, I, I'll accept like a decent show. I just want to see fucking Nightwing kick ass with the Titans. And we right. get that with this show. With Jupiter's Legacy, like I said, you get another Superman-type character, and we just had one that was the best show so far of the year in Invincible. It makes all these characters forgettable. You're going to instantly forget all their names. Word. But it does make for a decent superhero movie. Like, if you're going to binge it, like, no, it I don't know. I feel like it makes for a nice uh, narrative with, with good acting. And you know what? I, I'd give you that. If they would have made, like, a Jupiter's Legacy movie, 
they might have been able to like you oh, know what i mean yeah. like yeah if they would have done like a netflix original film because that story that miguel described was a fucking film that shit would have worked not this cluster fuck of shit they made you know it is working though this yeah. review is brought to you by miguel's drink of the week Exactly. And it's actually pretty much it's almost empty now because it's in a fucking hot ass day here. And because it was so hot, I was enjoying some fucking gin, switching it up. I've been drinking some Hendrix gin with just some some lime, some ice, I think a little bit of seltzer. And then, you know, that's it. So it's pretty, pretty, pretty refreshing drink for this hot summer day to talk shit about Jupiter's legacy and what could have been. No. Facts, facts. I mean, all we can do is just hope. Who knows? Yo, maybe, yo, like, you've never heard shit like, oh, we're gonna rework this and bring it back. Snyder said a new president. In the end, Rod could actually low-key, if we ever see Jupiter's legacy again, thank Snyder for it on the low, for setting a new president of, like, reworking shit. Because studios now, they're like, eh, we'll be right yeah. back. Yeah, because I don't know, what would that mean, right? Like, rework? Like, you mean re? Boot or or do you mean like you're eventually going to give us a season two just not now like i i don't understand what that means and mm. and and for titans rod also you mentioned the suits right i will give titans dude had the best fucking suits though that robin suit looked fucking dope as fuck all of them look great you really think like utopian yeah is as good well, as robin's Honestly, I wasn't a huge fan of some of the costumes on Titans. I thought that Nightwing suit was a bit too bulky. Again, like I feel like Daredevil nailed it. Like he nailed like the the whole agile fighter superhero thing. He has it unlocked. And and like Hawk, I, I wasn't a huge fan. I did like you know the way they used it, but the costumes aren't. The actors are what make that show great. The costumes are just pretty cool. Shit, you know what, man? Maybe. Is there any way that we could watch all those shows again? Where are they now that they're on Netflix? Are they like in the ether? Like they're just in the air now? Or, Wait, or did they show? go to Disney Plus? The which Marvel show? shows. Like they're dead one shit like that. Is there any way to watch it still? Like anywhere? Yeah, it's, it's still on Netflix. It's on Netflix. Oh shit. Yeah, yeah, so you know yeah, what yeah. I'm gonna so you know what I'm gonna do now? That just made me happy. Fans go to YouTube to see what happens. Positive vibes only. Yes. I'm gonna go watch that nasty ass <laughs> fucking Jupiter's legacy off my mouth with some daredevil. On that note. Gentlemen, countrymen, I love you. Always a pleasure <laughs> and honor, fans. This is Chaz. Yo, this is Miguel. This is Rod. Peace out. We're the Legion. Deuces. Legion on Zoom, starring and produced by Jose Perez, a.k.a. Chaz, Rodney Martinez, and myself, Miguel Arce. Please subscribe on wherever you get your podcasts and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or shoot us an email at legiononzoom at gmail.com. And don't forget to follow us on social media at Legion on Zoom.